<laughs> that voice always puts me off. <laughs> just you'd be chatting away and then recording it in progress. And you just, oh, God. <laughs> Episode 45? No, there were, no, might be 46. 46, I thought. 46. Who knew? Who knew? Maths is not my strong point. I'm a designer, for God's sake. I don't do maths. Although I have been checking a lot of maths books lately, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need to know about that one. Welcome to the Full Stop Podcast, a childless community podcast with Berenice Smith, Sarah Lawrence and me, Michael Hughes. Now, if this is your first time here, our podcast delves into the many facets that make up the childless identity, as well as what is going on in the wider childless community. And our hope is that with all our special guests, we can help you craft your own narrative and what it means to be part of the childless community. And we also aim to educate those not in our community so they can begin to understand and support those in their lives who may be facing a life without children. Now, this episode is our last for the year, where we reflect on the year and read out some beautiful messages sent in from our audience, recognising those that made a difference for them. So enough from me. Let's get on with the show. How are you both? Yeah, good. I'm just sat with episode 46 and starting on the back of a fag packet. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't it, really? (laughs) <laughs> an idea that we had at Christmas mm. actually it was kind of like December January 20, 2018 wow. that's like a world away wasn't it and that Literally. idea of kind of doing yeah. something doing stuff stuff yeah a voice for people who didn't have a voice it's mad isn't it I think it was a conversation with you because we were doing those brilliant webinar things, weren't we, with Steph? That's right. And yeah, and I'm thinking about a podcast. Yeah. Podcasts would look like because not many people were doing podcasts then. Um, No. No. And then, yeah, local sort of came to mind. Yeah, we need a man's voice. Yeah, Michael, sure do. Yeah. How did that happen, Sarah? Why, why are you here, Michael? <laughs> oh, I've got no idea. I think someone asked me, and I said, "Yeah, go on, I'll oh, give it a go." Yeah, yeah. man yeah. over there. <laughs> Crazy club. So I was talking about on the on Messenger the other day. It's like there's so people crushing on Michael. <laughs> Yeah, how is it to be a heartthrob in the yeah. uh, in the community? Yeah, like, how, how does that feel? Tell us some words. What do you think? What are you thinking? Yeah. Well, what's it like? You know. Well, see, there, there's there's a, there's a problem here. There's a problem because <laughs> when I get up every morning and look in the mirror, <laughs> I don't see heartthrob. I see I see I see rolls. I see you know grey hair. <laughs> I I certainly don't see heartthrob. <laughs> uh, and um, I, I, I showed Vicky those messages, and she just laughed. <laughs> I'm, I'm really. We, we need to. Real. Like, yeah, we need. To, we need to like make an like an 80s slash 90s poster. Like, do you remember the heartthrob posters you used to get out of the girly magazines back in 
back in the day. Um, no, I don't. No. Looking all all of the ones, <laughs> the, the weird ones. You'd have like the, the centre fold, and it would be like Christian Slater or something like that. Like, oh, that's going on the wall. For you, Michael. <laughs> I, I, I really, I really don't think the world is ready to see <laughs> to see what's underneath all this. I really don't think it is. I was thinking, you know, about, about the mugs and how I'm going over to the dark side. I was thinking, oh, full stop podcast mugs are now a good idea. It's taken oh, two, about year, mugs. two years for you to to, to um to persuade me that mugs yeah. is a good thing. But I was worried that kind of they're going to probably put like the little logo thing on the front where it's all of us and you've got the little bits that appear on our logo with our faces on. And I was thinking... Uh, like the, the one with you ought to be like that like sold out and then there'll be mine sat there like oh, no one's gonna oh buy that one. <laughs> kind of like my redusting them off going ah oh, nobody wants the baronese yeah it's a bit oh. like otter well it's like the transcripts because we've had this conversation already this morning and it's like the million ways that the otter spells my name baroness and then it comes out with like gobbledygook as well so I have to go through and edit, but it's just you know it's like a Baroness. No, it's too. I yes, I I I think Bob would be my new name. <laughs> Baroness Howard Smith. It's got a ring to it. Lady Lady Howard Smith. That's Lady. Lady. <laughs> yes. I was uh, told off once. Was like because I can say library, like very posh. Like, oh, you should be on Miss Marple. <laughs> okay. Library. Library. Yes, with a, the roll on the the oh, I don't. Like I can't do it if you ask me. Sorry, yeah. it's yeah. like it's like anything. Can't you know? They don't ask me to do it. Cause I can't if I just involuntary like library. I can't do it okay. anyway. No. Sorry, we're digressing. I'm sorry, you're to be very yeah. bored. You're going to talk about mugs, Michael. Sorry. Yes, mugs. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to send you a picture. Mm. I was mucking oh. about with something yesterday. Oh. Um, oh. I, and, and I know this is a podcast, but I think you know we. We could, have um, it the, we could have it in the notes. <laughs> well, yeah, we can have it in the show. What are you doing to my notes. brand? Our brand. What are you done to my brand? Our yeah. brand. I'm doing all precious designer now, aren't I? So yeah, if in the chat I've just sent you the photograph <laughs> of what I was doing yesterday. Talking talking of 1980s heartthrob posters. <laughs> <laughs> Michael in the mug. <laughs> With the logo. Uh, I, I was oh. having a really cheeky. I was having a really cheeky thought yesterday that I should. <laughs> I should get a campaign. I should start a campaign for <laughs> our listeners to convince you two that we need mugs. I'm not. I'm up for it. No, I'm, I'm okay with it. It's not wasteful. I think you know. I, I, I just thought and it'd I'm be just also fun. very particular. I don't know if our listeners have this, but does anyone have a favourite type of mug? Because I've got mugs that are in like a priority in my cup. That's my favourite mug. Yeah. I've got um, favourite mugs and mugs that aren't my favourite mugs. And they sit at the back. And I'm also quite partial to a teacup. No pressure there, Michael. Could I make a request? <laughs> yes, go on. I, I don't drink coffee. So could I could I have a pint glass instead with my name and my my whatever it is on instead? Oh. You could put it in the pub and you could be like, I want my I want my glass. <laughs> it, could be, it could be like a, a secret handshake when you walk in the pub and somebody else has the pint glass. Like, oh, oh, part of my community. Oh, Hello. Hey. Yeah. You. you could, you could. Mm. <laughs> you could either get it laser etched, or you could actually get the uh, get the 
get the artwork on the outside. Yeah, doable. Nothing, nothing too flashy. Yeah. Yeah. I know quite a lot of people who can do critics of pretty good stuff. Like this, actually. I have a, some contacts who do all sorts of types of stuff. However, long as it's not wasteful, you know what I'm like? Not being tight-fisted or anything like that, but just long as it's not wasteful with a planet. No, no. I'd, I'd probably oh, have one myself, actually. <laughs> just buy my own pint glass. <laughs> yeah, you just want your own, don't you? No one else can have it. You're walking around, look at me with my, look at my pint glass. It's mine. It's mine. Mine. Yes. It's my precious. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> my precious. Oh, oh that's creepy. Stop it. You. Have you not seen Lord of the Rings? No. Oh, that's oh, what. God. Sorry, that's what we referenced. Oh, oh okay. Oh, is that? Oh, you see, lost on me. You see so that was got, that. That was my impression of Gollum. Yeah, I thought it was very oh, good. Oh, thank you. Oh, I've watched. Good. I've watched it enough. Oh, that's, that's, I don't know. So, okay. If I ever get around to watching it, never. Um, I... <laughs> Lord of the Rings. You done Lord of the Rings? Uh, no, not Lord of the Rings. Sorry, uh, Game of Thrones. No. Oh, okay. No, you see, this is the thing. I just, I just, I, I'm just a bit dull. The Radio Times Christmas quiz comes out around this time of the year, mm. and literally, I am appalling at it. But if you ask me about books, I'm kind of in there. I know. Yeah. All randomly fonts, <laughs> <laughs> but not much else. Penny's good for geography, but um. Oh, is he good on crap? Oh, it's good for that. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a pub quiz once. We actually won a pub quiz in um, the pub. Oh, what's it called? The Old Success in Sennens Cove in Cornwall. We were there for New Year and a few weeks after when everyone else has gone home. And um, it was only the two of us went in and there was lots of other people in there who were doing the quiz. And we thought, oh, well, all right, we're here. Beers, what's it? We'll do it. And we won it. We were like, how the hell did that happen? But they had a really good geography round. It wasn't me um, at all. Kenny kind of, because you just like, oh, yeah, counties of England. Right. Or, or the UK. Right. Fill that all in. And the random crap that he knows about places in the world and rivers. I'm like, really? Wow. This no, nothing. I was driving. I'm up. rubbish. I'm literally, I know visually. I travel by vision. I know my way to Cornwall because I know it visually. Um, and Kenny woke up once. Um, on the Bodnick Ferry because I had to go and do a diversion and I knew where I was going. Didn't need a map. I just knew. Yeah. It's, it's the same, it's same as, I mean, I, I I drove up to Nottingham uh, Thursday and I hadn't realised it was further north than Birmingham. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, I knew that bit. Oh, <laughs> my geography. <laughs> oh, my God, I've gone too far. And I thought, oh, you can't be, you're in the sat-nav. <laughs> I'm hopeless. But if you tell me, oh, um, you know, if I if you, if I'm going to a pub that I've been to once, I'll go. Oh, there's a church there. There's this that that I can find it, no problem. But if you tell me I've got to go to Nuneaton, nah. Maybe it's <laughs> interest. Perhaps it's kind of interest. I know my way to Cornwall because it's a necessary thing to go. Mm. I know my way to Norfolk because it's a necessary thing to go. Mm. Um, but if you had to take me go somewhere where I didn't necessarily want to go. Uh, go there and also certain roads as well. When I be talked about this, I'm sort of making it a bit kind of more miserable now. But um, I talked about this with with PTSD and about dual carriageways in the summer. I struggle with that because it's kind of we were going up and down a dual carriageway, not far from us. Um, going up and down to the clinic, 
and mm. I really struggle with that. It's really weird. It's kind of like I had to pull over once in the car recently, actually, last summer, summer before. Like, oh god okay yeah this is the thing and actually that association with things and the daylight and the time of the year it was just an odd thing and I thought oh oh yeah, I know what this is now I recognize what what was going on but it was kind of that association with things too and perhaps places and associations I don't think that's odd I think that's trigger isn't it that's a trigger yes. so you and recognize this yeah oh. and actually trying to recognize it ourselves and go yeah okay that is actually a thing I know about it's important that you do because otherwise you trigger and then before you know it you're having a, a meltdown i had the mm-hmm. same i had to take um i had to go up to midway hospital to go and see my dad this year and mm-hmm. i was like uh-oh. <laughs> oh no i know what this is um because yeah. I, well that's go. you know similar things but it's just important to notice it just so you can go ah oh, i know what this is this is stuff from yeah. there yeah that's it yeah i've sort of learned that really from from you and from Michael, you know, oh yeah, that's the thing, you know, learning yeah. is in what we're doing here too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, talking of which. Yeah. <laughs> how far we've come. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna ask you both. I know I know we didn't plan this, but what has been your highlight this year, do you think, for you in the podcast? What's your best bit? Uh, <laughs> God, I'm I think being there for everyone. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to say the consistency. And there's been pockets of vulnerability and change in the community that have left people feeling a bit lost, I think. That's fair to say. Yeah. Without wanting to comment further on that because I don't think that we should and we remain neutral and committed to being here every month and sometimes that's been really tough um we mentioned on social media a couple of weeks ago well say a couple of weeks ago um November that we tried to do this episode before and we actually realized we needed a cathartic letting go chat ourselves because it's been a tough year for lots of people lots of changes it's tough for the people making their changes it's tough for the people who are affected by those changes and that includes people within the community and community I I hate using this word leaders there must be a different word for it representatives something I don't know what we call ourselves but you know it it affects us as well um so the thing I'm most proud of is our listeners because you're bloody awesome all of you particularly those that have joined us this year um there are some people I would love to name but I'm not because we maintain confidentiality but there are two in particular who I know in another form of my life in a working capacity and I hope that they know who they are and they're amazing and I don't think they realise how much their honesty and authenticity has impacted on me and by talking to them and them coming to me and going oh this is a bit of a thing and I'm worried about this how much that's made me feel valued 
as well. So I think the listeners definitely, and I think our guests as well, but mostly actually us, the three of us, for youth to being here and being just such good friends. Um, you know, I had a wobble this week, real big wobble. I I don't think I want. To, I don't think I'm qualified to do the podcast. Um, because actually someone put me in a place of vulnerability by making a comment that actually kind of attacked the very core of who I am in terms of learning, of being authentic and being so, so careful about diversity and inclusion. I find that so important because we can create pockets of exclusion within our community. I think we can talk over each other sometimes mm. without realising that, particularly over the Jennifer Aniston story. You both know I found that difficult. I had to go back and drag up some IVF stuff, and that's not obviously the only reason why people are in this community, but IVF is one of the reasons why I'm here. And I found it difficult to read commentary from people in the press on this who haven't been through IVF because the 72% of cycles fail and we need to give a space to the people who share those life experiences to be able to talk if they want to without feeling that they're suppressed as well as we do with everybody so I think we all have a seat at the table we've got to make sure that we give everyone a seat at the table but also to make sure it's all a fair seat at the table that one doesn't dominate the other and so that wobbled me a lot. So knowing that you two were there and then meant an awful lot, you know, and expressing our vulnerability. Mm. And yeah, we're not, I'm definitely not impervious to feeling vulnerable and feeling ill-qualified, you know. I always think of the three of us, I'm the least qualified to be here. Um but then we're all muddling through. We're not podcast experts. But we turn up every month and we do the very, very, very best that we can. And people listen. So collectively, my highlight then, in a very, very long answer, I'm sorry, is, <laughs> <laughs> is got a little bit kind of, a little bit kind of arsy there too. Um, but I mean it with genuine heart is that we have to look after all of each other. I think that as community representatives, I think there's been actually some disconnect with that too. I haven't felt that we've all been together and on the same page either. I really hope that those people who speak out to are feeling supported and that they feel they could come to us for support and that we can reciprocate and maybe get back some pre-pandemic vibes of of love and share that would be nice maybe that's just me in my head being a bit carey sherry but I think that's important we all do this for love we don't do it I certainly don't do it for a media interest I don't do it because I want to I'd rather never ever ever speak out again ever because I'd like everyone to feel that they are included and heard but that doesn't really happen and I don't think it will so realistically we carry on and the fact that we've carried on every single month I think is absolutely brilliant because it takes energy to do it and sometimes it can be just knackering and sometimes we all get fed up with saying childless mm. but together us three and our audience and our guests who are amazing 
um, we're stronger together. Yeah, well said. Love it. <laughs> I have thought about that a bit, um, but you put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> what a question. Michael, your yes, highlight, so please. A lot I'm, so glad, you, I'm so glad you went first because it, it allowed me to do a bit of research. So I've got the, I've got the Full Stop podcast list of last year's um, episodes. I've got Podbean <laughs> open and I'm reflecting on this year. And um, it's my pleasure. One of the things I ha- one of the things I really have to say is that it's, and I know I say this probably every year, but the, it's really enriching, and I can really put my finger on this year's lesson for me. And it's, and the reason I say that is because when I was flicking through and going, what was the first one? What was the first episode we did this year? What was it? What was it? It was actually evolution. Mm-hmm. We have we have plans to do go to grow, and we're twelve months down the track, and yeah, we we're closer. And and I'm usually the type of person if I want to do something, I'm going to do it, and that that's just it. But of course, we've got a podcast that's trans global, trans global, yeah. yeah. And we we are fourteen thousand kilometers away in new money, yeah. And so things take time, and I've actually let of let go of that that need to do things right now, um, which I think has been a a growth for me. Actually, it's it's taught me some patience because sometimes I'm not good with that. Vicky will tell you that. I drive her up the wall sometimes when I get something in my head, and it's like, right, we're going to do that now. Um, so that that's one of them. And then um, I think that the just echoing what Berenice was saying is the growth between the three of us. You know, we, we're slowly you know, developing this really beautiful relationship, which I think our listeners see, you know, because we – we see the comments around, oh, you guys have a, you know, have a good time. It must be great to be, you know, within our little, and I'll use the word loosely, threesome. So, yeah, I'm, I really, really appreciate that. I really appreciate the both of you in my life. Um, and I'm actually quite surprised I haven't started crying already. Uh, and, <laughs> but I, going through the list of uh, episodes we've done this year, I think there's a growth in that too. Looking at what we've what we've what we have facilitated, because those discussions that we've had, where we realise that if this is not about us, this is about a community, and this is about a community of such diverse. It is probably the most diverse community in the world because the thing that draws us all together is in every culture, every language, every social group. And I just think, wow, how, you know, we've, we've had, um, and we've had some really new voices as well, which has been great. And I'm just, I, I don't want to single anyone out because I don't want people to feel that, you know, one was better than the other, but yeah, looking at what we facilitated this year has made me feel very proud. And, if we look at some of the other opportunities that come from that, and now I really don't want this to sound like I'm 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 talking 
about myself, but I'm going to talk about myself. But I hope you get the the, the reason as to why. So this podcast has now allowed me to um, be interviewed by both a local newspaper uh, here where I live, but also a national newspaper, a national news outlet. And I can tell you that that people are fucking brutal when you read the comments from some of those, and some of those were not nice. I've been able to go on a television show and give the uh, give the view of a childless man, and I I look I look at that and I think, well, I looked at myself and I wasn't really comfortable with who the, who I saw on the camera because I whacked a lot of weight on and I'm. You know, I've got a little bit of vanity, as we all have, and so I wasn't really happy about that. So there was always uncomfortableness that sat with all these things that I did, um, or I, I was given the opportunity to do. It's not, and, and but the thing that that allows me to do that, and I don't want this to sound too cheesy, is that knowing that there's this army of people behind me that. knowing that there's this army of people behind me that I know will be there to to look after me, to give me support and show show me that I'm worthy even though I make myself a target is is such a beautiful thing. So that is also something that I hold quite special for this year. All right, Sarah's your go. Oh, wow. I mean, bloody hell. <laughs> After that, <laughs> that was lovely, though. I mean, it's so true, isn't it? Having Knowing that you've got people in your corner makes you a whole lot stronger, doesn't it? Mm. I think when you look at sort of the things that we've done, though. Yeah, I know. The website with I Need You stuff. I think that reflects that because we've actually done. There's been a lot, actually. I'm just looking at what we've done. And that is like the this year alone, you and I... <laughs> Michael, you and I went to Storyhouse Live virtually. That was so funny. Um, just a quick shout out to Yvonne and to, to to Robin for coming up to the little laptop thing with no idea what was going on. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. And we really hope to be there um, next year of 2023, um, actually as real people, not as things on the screen. So we did that. Um, Sarah, you and I teamed up with Karin on Navigating Network networking for world child this week and that's been a really popular thing and i've shared that quite far and wide i think that's made a big impact um on networking groups that i'm part of and it's just good to have that resource and go this <laughs> do it like this um michael's fantastic celebrate us world child this week video which is beautiful i've spoken at the york university gender and equality network with Meriel um fertility matters at work which we do you remember they were at the um fertility fest that you and I went to Sarah and we were like wow Natalie's like so cool with her podcast yes um yeah and they came and they talked to me interviewed me about fertility in the workplace and freelance spaces because they've got the f word at work thing now it's kind of moved on from there um been in the times and the local radio and of course all of michael's tv stuff too so i think knowing the community of there there's evidence i think of that in how we've grown mm-hmm. just in terms of the fact that we're all kind of tentatively speaking out a bit more away from the podcast so 
yeah mm -hmm. well said Michael I think that's beautiful thank you it's I think it is having that confidence knowing that you've got you know friends but also a huge community sitting behind you rooting for you it makes the world a difference doesn't it yeah it does. yeah what's yeah, your favorite mine um god I, I think you both nicked it <laughs> oh shouldn't have asked uh, as well should you really you know well, sauce not sauce but um, you lose? <laughs> I don't I um I I just I think it's the variety of voices that we've had on this year and I think the depth as well the depth that we go to with the people that we speak to I don't know about you but I I listen back to a few of our early ones when we we're very tentative and nervous mm -hmm. and it was quite it they were lovely interviews but they were quite you know I think the nervousness meant that it stayed surface and we've had some really deep conversations with people and I, I'll be honest with you I, you know I, that's that's kind of that's my thing you know I like to get to the depths and, and see the the other sides of people and I think you know the the one that stayed with me um was obviously Jessica and the the kind of the existential side of having achieved something but achieved it at a personal cost and that one stayed with me for a long time but I think it's the fact that we do I don't know maybe it's the, the the space that we provide but we we have these conversations that aren't just run of the mill if you know what I mean it's not just over a cup of coffee it's almost like they go to a deeper a deeper place because we we maybe give people space to do that and you know although we've we've had lots of different people speaking you know we, we've started exploring parts of the community that just aren't seen and I, I for me that's the real the real bit the inclusivity the you know come on in come and have a little bit of uh, a spotlight and, and shine a light on the fact that not everybody is you know had an infertility story they've had like a single story or a a story of um, health that we don't necessarily know about. And for me, that's what I really get a kick out of is the that people can come in here and tell us about their stories and we sit back and we listen. It, it's funny, Elaine, uh, hi, Elaine, shout out to Elaine. Hi, was, Elaine. <laughs> hi, Elaine. Um, she sort of emailed and sort of said, oh, I'm struck by how much I talked, you know, how much I said and, I was like, and how little you guys said. And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your time to shine you know and she was a new voice very tentative mm -hmm. but my god that had so much to say and it you know the fact that you don't have to have a, a a website a book you know a record deal whatever you can just come on give your story mm -hmm. I think that's what I love about the podcast is it's heart-led it's it's about our community showing up giving you a voice and and you do what you do with that what you will it's not about us you know controlling it and everything I, oh, I, wanted, to, yeah. I wanted to give a shout out to Rob Hutchins as well um yeah. he's been very open about his story um I think we're sending him huge positive vibes in what he's going through yeah. so yeah yeah I think that we, I kind of just want to touch on as well Sarah you me and yes yeah, specifically you <laughs> hey so you asked us the question I'm throwing right back at you now and that is that one of the things we've started to do lately is the transcripts oh yeah so what happens is um just look we're going to thank properly in a bit but 
um all the people who donated to Kofi thank you because you funded the transcripts yeah huge thank you massive thank you we transcripts is quite difficult to do because we we could either go with doing it through something like rev which is kind of paying people a low wage and we don't do that we pay a fair wage and we went for um a transcription software in the end which demands a bit more effort hence my complaints about my names and the transcriptions um and i go through and i edit them so i started off i'm doing the ones at the beginning so was, i started then a few at the start and i did a few as we're going through now and what's interesting is because I see the words, I can see kind of who was speaking, what they were saying, and you have to attribute speakers to people. And you and your questioning, Sarah, and the way that you're asking questions just leaves me standing in awe. Oh. It genuinely does. You you have grown so much in terms of how you ask questions, and both of you have. Michael, you too, your confidence has grown tremendously and your self-awareness has grown. I think you, what I love about you, Michael, is that you never pretain to know the answers, but you always admit your vulnerability. And when you say things and go, I might offend you, I don't know this, but actually, you know so much. You really, really do. You're incredible. And Sarah, your line of questioning has become to the point where you, you really, you facilitate that deep down answers because you provide a safe space you are so i'm starting to get a bit emotional again now really <laughs> come on because because i can see michael <laughs> conscious of michael over there um <laughs> this is not a self-congratulatory let's be honest here because I'm, I'm making it self-congratulatory but i think just in terms of facilitating that safe space you two both need to acknowledge that you create that and you create that in-depth conversation Sarah by your line of questioning it's changed dramatically when you look at that first thing not to say that you were crap because <laughs> you were you're brilliant you've always been brilliant and I knew that about you when I met you but well, you. I think that whole line of questioning particularly with, with the last latest two episodes I see it on the transcripts as evidence of that oh well thank you I mean I, right. I kind of feel like have a mug <laughs> No, beer glass. Sorry, beer glass. Don't mean to offend you there. Sorry. <laughs> but I guess that's partly the uh, the counselling coming through as oh, well. God, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can see that change. You, yeah. you know, you can. I can kind of because I know you so well now. I think I can sort of tell when you started to do that training. I can tell it from the transcripts. Oh, that's that's yeah. Sarah before. This is Sarah after because yeah. your way you approach things is is very different. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've spent a lot of time, money and effort. <laughs> so, One would hope it paid yeah. off somewhere along the line, you know. I mean, <laughs> yes, it well, has. <laughs> therapy as well, but I, I guess it's, I guess it's the giving myself permission to be curious about people. I, I never used to, it, it, part of my process was keeping people at arm's length, but now I genu I'm genuinely nosy. And that's kind of, it's kind of, I want to know a bit more about you, you know, tell me more. And it's kind of, yeah. I think we all facilitate that safe space because, you know, we the the podcast and us as a, a trio, I think we're all very heart led, very heart. You know, mm -hmm. this isn't, this isn't about anything other than us 
having a passion for our community and giving them a voice and, and being curious about people. If we didn't have that curiosity and that, I guess, that wanting to be welcoming and be safe, the podcast wouldn't be as it is, if that makes sense. It would be a very different beast, wouldn't it? Maybe it wouldn't even still be going. That's oh, that's it. Yeah, you wouldn't have people kind of wanting to be a guest. I think stop. Mm-hmm. People would be like, oh, God, now we're going on there. It's quite terrifying. Um, but there was something someone said to me a while ago, and it was that they would hate. Oh, I get this right. I'm going to paraphrase this so badly, but I'll do my best. It was they, they themselves are childless. And they didn't know that somebody else that they knew was also childless. And it took me a little while to kind of, because you can't say, don't just talk to them because they're childless, because you can't do that. I knew that they both were, but they did not know. And I knew that if they got together, they would find some comfort in each other. And, and you can't say the words. And you just have to just not do anything because you can't. It's the confidentiality that we protect sincerely. But when they finally discovered that they had this in common one of them said to me I would hate that anything that I had done had upset that person because I didn't know because they they'd come to this space for different reasons and I think that's one of the things I've noticed recently with the podcast because we cover this breadth now Mm. that we acknowledge as we have always done but perhaps not have paid full attention in terms of our content to everybody being here. That massive term childless, well, long word, difficult to spell sometimes, um, but it covers so much. It's a broad church, if you like. And being able to kind of acknowledge everyone welcome is really important because it facilitates that conversation. But also I think as well, just what we do, it's recognised by people who are parents. Mm. I think that's really important too. I've, I've mentioned, I think, on the previous episode about Lauren Hogg, who does Digital Kindness and Digital Grace, both two very good books, but she's a parent. And she actually shared some stuff on her LinkedIn feed that I'd put about some stuff I've been doing this week um, around leading a workshop with Katie from Mist, who was on one of our previous episodes. And about learning from the conversations that we're having on the podcast and acknowledging too that that amongst our listeners are people who are parents. I might not listen to that's all the podcasts, but they're Mm -hmm. certainly around on social media um, Mm -hmm. and they share our stuff and they engage and comment as well and read. I think that's the important thing. So they also learn. And I think just a, a note of thank you to them because allyship matters and I know we want to cover this next year um and we're thinking how to do that sensitively to all of our listeners but the alliance between us and also um a shout out to Ali Hall who runs child free not by child free by choice Mm -hmm. and she's on Twitter and she also has been commenting on some of the medium stuff I've written over the Jennifer Aniston and other things and again just getting some alliances there too there's more in common there's so much in common quite a lot in common with a lot of people you know and not to isolate ourselves and I think that's been really good with the podcast as well we've been able to kind of see that feedback in our own work but also through what the podcast does um yeah that's quite a powerful thing to do and not 
channeling that energy wisely and being able to say, okay, you know, I think for us, it's different. You know, when we put ourselves on the line, like you were saying, Michael, about kind of knowing we've got the community behind us, but also knowing, I guess, I don't know if you find that, that you've got at least every month, you've got a, a platform in which you can kind of de-stress that a bit, perhaps. We're talking quite a lot. We're unraveling quite a bit here, I think, about our thoughts and our feelings. I'm worried mm. that we're getting a bit too self-congratulatory in this bit, but Michael, can you tell us what the Podbean figures are, please? <laughs> oh, of course, because I've got it open. I don't. Think, I think I must have it open all the time. Um, <laughs> okay, so we have, as of today, the the third of December, all time downloads of t- over twenty thousand one hundred, which is absolutely phenomenal. Hashtag. And we are seeing a, a, a and so a, that's quite a substantial change from, um, let me see, let me see. Um, I want to use the word logarithmic, but do we still use that? Uh, <laughs> a substantial change for over the last tw- um, 12 to 18 months. Uh, the podcast is really growing, you know, great guns. Um, I, I can see from daily uh, downloads that that has, um, increase significantly so yeah i think um we're doing really well considering we do absolutely no advertising mm. wow thank I you everyone. Really important to say is actually we've never paid for any advertising at all so everything we do is organic completely you know social media is a lot we don't do advertising <laughs> we spend our money wisely what it'll be get on transcripts and things and accessibility but yeah it's all organic so that's just amazing isn't it and we are listened to on every well every continent except one antarctica um <laughs> but then say. again they might they might do they might do but they just won't come up on podby i was gonna say name them name and shame them <laughs> antarctica <laughs> So I'm just going through. I'm just going through the list right now. And for instance, we've got a listener on um, Norfolk Island. Um, I might have mentioned this before, but if you were to go, if, uh, Aussies know Norfolk Island, but uh, if you don't, it's actually a, a small island in the middle of the Tasman Pacific Ocean, Tasman Sea, which is the sea between Australia and New Zealand. Um, or which is part of the Pacific Ocean. It's a very small island. It was a penal colony back in um, God knows when, and has uh, yeah. So back in the what the seventeen eighteen hundreds. It's a couple of hours flying from Port Macquarie. No, hang on, no, that's Lord Howe. It's a little bit further. Yeah, so it's a very very small community, um, and so that really tickles tickles me again. Just like uh, San Marino does. Um, let me, what else? Where else is some obscure places in the world? Um, of course, San Marino. I've mentioned that many times. Uh, we're in the Caribbean, the Isle of Man, uh, Algeria, Honduras, uh, Rwanda. Lots of um, Caribbean islands. Quite a bit in Africa, South America. Oh, San Marino, uh, <laughs> Mexico, Chile, Austria, Iceland, Poland. I mean, I could go on, so I'll shut up. But yeah, look, I mean that that in itself is awesome. 
the website reflects this as well so we also have website statistics too which come back from and are connected to our rss feeds on spotify and apple so that all the data is controlled by the website and i kind of want to give a just shout out to some of the countries in the world um in the middle east um in china and other places where it's difficult to be childless so if you're tuning in from those countries around the world where it's tricky and thank you because i think that takes enormous kind of yeah courage to do that and i just want to acknowledge that and yeah the the country list is diverse on the website and the website statistics show that we have grown by plus 10 percent that makes any sense from last year so we've actually had a growth on that the newsletter is particularly popular as well so we've grown an awful lot with our subscriber list on that in the last year so thank you if you've been sharing the newsletter when you read it you open it that means an awful lot to us Mm-hmm. um we don't know who opens it um and i don't go into that level of detail because there's confidentiality i wouldn't want to do that um but thank you if you do it shows that our open rate is averagely around 62% and bearing in mind that most businesses think they're doing well when they get to 40% if you do a, an open rate on a newsletter and it's around 40% then that um is considered good so 62 is extraordinarily good and that's just that average rate it often goes a little bit higher than that but it, it averages at 62 percent um we love doing that it's available to our listeners list so you have to go in and subscribe to that and everything is completely confidential we don't share the list we never would sell it ever it's not in our ethos and our manifesto and our ethics to do anything like that we simply do it because we love doing it and it also just gives people a little bit more insight into us and what we've been up to and we also welcome anybody who's been a guest who is on our listeners list if you're doing something that's related to childlessness then do get in touch with me and we'll make sure that it goes in as well we we want to be reciprocal that's a really big thing of what we do we appreciate that all this growth is organic and that's by people sharing talking and we appreciate all the retweets and the, all the likes and comments on Instagram and all of our social media. And we do our very best to reply to them all. Kind of keeping up, isn't it, with things. We're also a Mastodon now as well. So mm-hmm. that's on our little Linktree bio. You can see um, that we're on there, which is kind of cool. They're quirky and I quite like it, actually. Um, yeah, I don't mind Mastodon. It's a bit weird, but I quite like it. So if you're on Mastodon, you can come and find us. And LinkedIn has proved very popular as well. So LinkedIn's a weird kind of place, uh, very businessy. But I felt a couple of years ago it was worth putting something up there because childlessness isn't really mentioned on LinkedIn. It gets very pronatal. But we have got a LinkedIn page and you can share stuff from that. And we try and mention all the things that are going on. So World Childless Week, everything gets a bit of a shout out on that too. Um, and I find it quite nice to go on there and put some stuff on it and kick back against the LinkedIn algorithms. So if you want to kind of follow us on that, then you can too. Um, I was going to say something else about the website, but I've forgotten what the hell it was. I don't know. But anyway, it's grown. So everything, <laughs> everything's got a bit bigger, um, which means kind of a bit kind of clinging on to things a little. Um, but 
thank you for that because you know the statistics they are statistics at the end of the day what matters is the quality of what we do we're never doing it for the grace so whilst we sit here and go well numbers figures actually it's a quality if just one person listened it makes a difference and it makes our presence here worthwhile but as it is lots of you are listening lots of you are engaging and um I guess that kind of leads sort of into maybe a little bit of a mini CIC update because Michael mentioned it earlier. We're all kind of like mm, a little bit annoyed about it. We we had a hold up because of geography. So the thing that we love the most um, and where you are all, all are from meant that legally we couldn't do the CIC without Michael being registered in the UK. And of course, you live in Australia, which is very inconvenient, Michael. I think I think we've had the conversation before that if you had this with Vicky, she was so let's move. I know. Yeah, we had plans for France and a turret, the stained glass workshop at one point. I remember me and Vicky intently on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, still there, life goals. Um <laughs> yes. So we've had to register. Michael, you've now got a UK address where you can collect your fan mail from. Um and that kind of has held us up a little bit really because it took a while for that to kind of be told to us um and it's all kind of stuff it's that zone of control that's what I was thinking of when you're talking about it Michael the zone of control what you can control and what you can't but as soon as it's in place then we are ready to do stage who at the podcast at last which we've been waiting and planning for so long that we've we've kind of done it and we just need to we just need the bank account this is the thing we need the kind of the paperwork in place to say we can do it that's um the next thing and don't be alarmed when i say bank account we're not coming out for your for your money make sure we're legal we're not we're not going to be uh asking for money and things like that Mm. not not grabby but um I, i do feel we've got a new feature though now that michael's got his uk address michael's mm-hmm. his bag <laughs> his, his fan mail gets to read some of them dodgy the way you said that i've go. been sent i've been sent random items <laughs> <laughs> we're going back to that story about him going on the stage aren't we yes we are yeah episode one or two i can't remember which one it was but anyway meet the presenters i think yeah we we fed all at that point <laughs> i feel but there we are <laughs> but thank you anyway wherever you are in the world for listening for engaging for doing all the things that you do you make a massive huge gigantic difference because it helps us to know that we are doing the right things and most podcasts fail statistically after eight episodes the fact that we are here on episode 46 and actually Sarah you and I make it quite unique as well we, we talk about having this kind of the, the vibe we have and Michael's importance in being here and having a different perspective on childlessness but statistically less women do podcasts mm. you and I are quite unique in I, I would think we're probably very unique in having 46 episodes and actually having two female presenters I think that makes us a bit mm. different too yeah basically mm. yeah we're not we're kind of breaking a few kind of barriers I think down for women too I hope so yeah I love that 
I love that we're not, um, I was going to say we're not normal. That's not what I meant at all. But you know what I mean? We're not, we're not average. Not average. I like that too. Yes. I've never considered myself average, but. No. no. <laughs> Different. So quirky. Quirky. Yeah. Unusual. Unique. <laughs> Michael, would you like to do, start us off with the messages? Yeah. Mm. Okay. So we have been sent a number of messages that were asked to read out. And this one is um, anonymous, and it comes from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So thank you for sending it in, whoever you are. I'm currently 40 and single for the past two years. Um, my ex-partner of 13 years decided that she didn't want to have children with me. We tried counselling, but it didn't work. During these past two years, and when I found the Full Stop podcast, I realised that I'm not alone, and my pain is real. The feeling of not being enough or not worthy still lingers, and I struggle. The nights are the hardest, the quietness, the inability to trust someone, the childless, not-by-choice life continues to be a battle. However, I thank you for all the work you do. I listen, I feel your words, I cry, and your work resonates within me. Men struggle, we really do. And not being able to express myself to my friends and family, we're wired to be hard, to be tough, strong, and not weak, so I write this to you while sitting in this chair, staring into the computer screen thinking. And I wish you the best for 2023. And I look forward on hearing your voices. Yours truly, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And that, well, that's just, that's just hit me that one. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, and look. Thank you, thank you for having the courage to write in. I know it's not easy, um, you know, being part of the childless men's community group. You know, we talk about how this is not easy to do. So I really appreciate that because you are will be inspiring other men to do the same. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for your courage. Thank you. Shall I read the next one? <clears throat> Go for it. So, Katie Maynard. Thank you, Katie. Uh, my message is to all members of the childless community. I have deep appreciation of how openly you share your stories and seek heartfelt connection with each other. I hope you know that it's helped me along my own journey and is no doubt a lifeline for others as well. Thank you, Katie. Thanks, Katie. This year has been one of the toughest I've known, as the stark reality that I was never going to be a mum hit me. I guess I always knew the grief would have to be dealt with, but I carried on until one day this year I sat at my desk at work and sobbed uncontrollably, unable to carry on with my job and barely able to function. The despair I felt took me to the darkest place I had ever been. I couldn't see a way out, and I didn't feel as if I was going to survive. But it's December, and I've made it through. 
and I've started making small steps to looking forward, which is something that was inconceivable just a couple of months ago, and that's because of the wonderful people I've met through our community. Jody, thank you for Gateway Women. A random Google search led me to you and the online cafes with yourself and the amazing Karen Enfield. Encouraged me to start speaking out and finding that not only was I not alone in what I was feeling, but that the most amazing women that were to become my friends were there for me. Jodie and Karen, you gave me such a warm welcome that I felt that I belonged and that was something I hadn't felt in a very long time. Through Gateway, I have found wonderful friends that I know are there for me day or night and I really hope that they know. Not only how much that means to me, but also that I am there for them too. Susan Stern, Melissa Bannon and Jane Weeks. You have changed my life. You have listened to me cry, rant and swear. We have laughed together and cried together and we can barely go a few days without missing each other. I want to say thank you to all the wonderful women I've met at both the Brighton and the St Albans meetups for welcoming me and giving me something to look forward to. I always leave our gatherings feeling like my batteries have been recharged and that I have had a great time with friends. Thank you to Claudia Richardson and all the lovely ladies who go to the online Devon and Cornwall gatherings. I live a couple of hundred miles from Devon, but as my family roots are there, they have adopted me into their group. I even got to have a cream tea in Devon this year with Claudia. Thank you to Robin, who hosts the Chiswick Lighthouse Women Meetup, who I've got to know over the past months. By the time this is broadcast, I will have got to meet you in person, Robin, at our Christmas lunch. Thank you to Bindi Shah for your wonderful meditation classes. You are so talented, and the oasis of calm you bring to a hectic, stressful life allows me to decompress and the topics we focus on always help us look for the best in ourselves. Through her online socials, we also get to know those we meditate with that little bit more. Earlier this year, I did a Gateway Women Reignite weekend, and I was in awe of the skill and compassion of Yvonne John and Sarah Lawrence, who helped a group of women who didn't speak when we arrived open up and feel safe, working through their feelings and grief. Thank you to the amazing women who held that space with me. Look how far we have come. Thank you to Steph Phillips. Well, Childless Week was amazing. You covered so many aspects of childlessness with the numerous speakers, but you also allowed as many members of the community who wanted to have a voice and share their experiences. There is something about telling your story and personally just posting the logo on social media allowed me to stick my neck out and say, this is me. Finally, I would like to say thank you to the Full Stop Podcast for giving me a voice. Michael, Berenice and Sarah, I have always followed the podcast since I found you and you have helped me more than you know. But recently you gave me the privilege of joining you and having a chance to talk about my experience. I was desperately nervous, not having done anything like that before, but speaking out became part of my journey. The support pre and post podcast has been second to none. I know I am not alone. Thank you. There are so many amazing people I've spoken to and met in our community. You have given me hope, care and a bloody good social life, both in person and online. I've never been so busy. I didn't want to join this community and I know none of us did. But you know what? 
the power of being with those who get how you feel without having to even say a word is worth the world to me. I know I'm not out of the other side of my grief yet. I still have tough days of grief ahead and probably always will have times. But I know when I'm drowning, I have the best people around me who will readily hand me a life raft. And for you all, I'm eternally grateful. Thank you for being you. And that's from Elaine Ritchie. So heartfelt. Thank you, Elaine. This is from Tess Broad, who was on one of our previous episodes, been on our podcast a couple of times. Um, Thank you, Tess, for sending this in. And she'd like to tell us to simply be kind to yourself, however and whenever you can. I think that's very wise words. Thank you, Tess. Thank you, Tess. Thank you. Thanks for your ongoing support. Yeah. Yeah, number one fan. <laughs> I thought I should send a t-shirt. <laughs> a mug. Yeah, a mug. Okay. <laughs> I can't That's wait to get you down to the lizard. <laughs> right. Imagine. Would you like to do the next one? Okay, the next one. At the end of 2022, I'd like to say a huge thank you to Karen Enfield DeFries. Her love, compassion and support has helped me through a difficult and dark year and continues to do so. I am forever grateful to her. Heartfelt thanks and love from Susan Stern. That was beautiful, Susan. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure that, I'm sure Karen will. Yeah, I'm sure she will. That's beautiful. She'll be lit up by that. She will. That's <laughs> that's the, one of the great things about this episode is that we can share those messages that may otherwise not be able to be shared. Thank you. Okay, so the next one we've got is from Bindi Shah. Uh, Hi, Bindi. Uh, My words for this time of year are be gentle. The journey to childlessness is not easy. And there would have been previous holiday times where there was a lot of anxiety. Moving into childlessness needs gentleness. Bring gentle, simple things into your day for you to focus on. Jigsaw puzzles, watching a film where you, you know the ending. Taking tea and mince pie breaks. It's okay to be by yourself and not have company. It's okay to say no to social engagements. Being gentle to yourself is the most important thing this time of year. Sage advice. Really good advice. Yeah, very good advice. I think setting our boundaries and knowing what we were doing um, for ourselves, I think, understanding that we need some time out to, we don't have to say yes to everything. Absolutely. Bindi's great for those self-care tips. Follow her on social media and lots of things come up and you think, oh, can do that you know the importance of the the small things having a mince pie having a bath something's very small but actually makes a, a highlight of your day it's really important she's excellent for that sort of thing thank Absolutely. you Bindi. thank you Bindi. helen louise jones chanting circle singer extraordinaire would like to wish everyone a very peaceful and merry christmas She's going to be do, doing some chanting circles, running those over Christmas. We'll pop them in the newsletter. So that if you would like to know more about those and sign up to the listeners list or get in touch with Helen. She's on our show notes for the episode that she appeared on earlier this year. Thank you, Helen. Okay, next one. North of the border. Mm. I just want to congratulate the Full Stop team on a brilliant podcast. 
I started listening about two years ago and look forward to the release of each new episode. Even if the guests have little in common with my own journey or experiences, I always find comfort and reinsurance in the conversations had around what being childless means to them and in some of the challenges that they have faced living in a pronatalist world. Many of the stories from your guests have also been inspiring to me and I'm sure to many others. Thank you to all three of you and keep up the good work. Thank you. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. What a lovely thing to say. Thank well, you. Isn't it? Yeah. Thank you to the person that sent that in. Hi, it's Jodie Day here, founder of Gateway Women. I wanted to stop by and say thank you to all of the many, many people who have supported me both publicly and privately through what has been a very challenging year for Gateway Women. If you weren't aware, this year I began the first part of my Gateway Elder Woman project by handing over the stewardship of the Gateway Women online community to Katie Seppi of Chasing Creation under its new name, chosen by the members, Lighthouse Women. Letting go of running something that I've poured a decade of my life into and which has been home to so many of us over that time has been far from easy for any of us and I'm sure I'm not the only one who's been hit by a few wallops of grief over it. At this time of year when childlessness can cut the deepest thank you to all of you who have personally healed and yet still show up to pay it forward and help those still out in the cold feeling alone in their pain. Thank you to the Full Stop Pod for being the cheery voice of Childless Championship. Because Christmas is for everyone, not just for children. Happy Christmas. Love, Jody. Thank you, Jody. So, hi, Sandra Nicholl from Caledonian Coaching here. I want to say a huge thank you to everyone in our community that spoke out for the first time this year about their personal experience of living our unexpected childless, not-by-choice life. We are not all Jennifer Aniston, and I do not have such a public following, but by sharing our story when we are ready, with one safe person, we start to change our worlds, and not only for us, for all of us. So Sandra would like to thank the brave people that found and joined Facebook pages, perhaps after decades of being alone with their grief, and simply posted hello. That's very important, agree. Who joined Zoom community calls and shared their vulnerability for the first time. For those who had tough conversations with loved ones and employees and bosses, who posted bravely on for the first time on their Facebook stories, on social media, the people that admitted they were not okay and found support, those who showed their faces and gave us hope and meaning in Michael's Celebrate Us World Childless Week video. That was a very powerful moment this year. Those who wrote to pro-natalist organisations demonstrating how there was hurt and a special thanks who for those who joined in on the we are worthy of your support webinar during world childless week i think also just to um extend that to world childless week and to steph as well who herself has had i know a very challenging year and for turning up and doing world childless week and to all of the people who are the ambassadors and take part and keep that going as well it's a hugely important moment um for everybody so all the people that contributed something to world child this week whether that's as an ambassador or as a guest and 
of course, to Steph herself. Thank you to everyone that sent something in to us and responded to us and has been part of our community as a listener and on social media. Thank you to all of you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you to our guests, those that have made donations, those that have listened, those that have sent messages in, those that have kind of made suggestions for future episodes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Without you, any well, without all or any of you, this podcast wouldn't be the way it is. So huge, huge thank you to you all. Yeah. The 2023. <gasps> I feel like we should be doing this for the first episode next year, but it makes sense that it's the three of us here so we can give space to the people, to our guests. I think mm-hmm. we, we kind of, the start of this podcast, we wanted to do things at the end, which were kind of like community news and things. And actually what we've found is by actively listening it's not appropriate to share that so it feels like it's a good time to do that now when it's the three of us so themes for next year these are the sorts of things we're thinking about if one of these any of them resonate with you and you'd like to be a guest or you want to comment um then please let us know. We're going to do a little bit more, I think, on the website about advertising what's coming up. We don't tend to do that because sometimes we have to shuffle things around at the last moment for lots of different reasons beyond our control and some that are within them. And that's okay, but you know, it's always good to know perhaps what's coming up. Um, and we'll try and do that more on the listeners list as well. Yep. So themes, step parenting and different caring responsibilities but specifically step parents um there are many people in our community hidden stories again people who are parenting other people's children or struggling with parenting other people's children caring roles diversity around caring one of the things that popped up in the talk with katie was how parents and carers all get lumped into one group in workplaces and how inappropriate that can be so pulling that out as a theme, because caring is a very broad theme. The menopause, not the mother pause, but the menopause. Mm-hmm. Talking about that too. About bullying. Um, Sarah, you came up with the most amazing phrase, bullying or bants. So conversations in male community and men's communities about, is this bullying, is this banter? But actually probably we could make it into a bigger thing because I think we all perhaps struggle with that too is it bullying is it banter where do we draw the line mm-hmm. and around language because there's a whole thing around language in our community but I think particularly with in the men's community as well around disability as well hidden disabilities physical disabilities disabilities in general and how that impedes us as childless too there's another hidden story there that isn't being talked about enough and that's really important to bring out and allyship, yeah, this whole idea of alliances and how do we get those conversations going with other people, other examples of friendship that you have with people who are parents that have just gone that extra mile for you and is there something that they have done that you could share with us that we can pass on and is there another alliance we're not thinking about here? I've mentioned child-free, but is there something else? 
as well. And I think revisiting some of the stuff that we've done before, some of those important themes. Aging, of course, continues to be going on as a as an issue um, politically. There's this whole idea of family. And actually, families aren't just 2.4 children. As we all know, they are more than that, too. Mental health is a continual theme within our episodes, but perhaps bringing something on that. And of course, diversity, racism, language, LGBTQIA+. Mm. I'd like to hear from people who would like to come onto the show and talk to us about that, too. We can provide the platform for you. If you want to bring in your own guests or we can help you do that, we genuinely mean it that this podcast isn't our podcast. It's your podcast. Yeah. So if you've got any suggestions for things that we're not seeing, you know, because we, we may not have an awareness around it, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to find out more about our podcast or you have a burning topic we have not covered, please reach out to us, as we would like to be as inclusive and diverse as possible. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn and Macedon. And we also have a YouTube channel. And of course, www.thefullstoppod.com, where you can sign up for our listeners list, where you can keep up to date with what's going on in our world. And if you'd like to support our podcast, you can find the link to donate here too. We would love it if you could rate the podcast on the platform you are using and this will help the algorithm get us in front of more of our community. And as always, it's important for us to let you know you are not alone.